I'm Jess Bjorling, and this is the Jess for Moms podcast. And today's episode is how to stay sane when you're up all night with a baby. Welcome to the Jess for Moms podcast. I'm your host, Jess Bjorling, and here we talk about all the ways you can prepare for and thrive in the postpartum stage and beyond into motherhood. There are a lot of resources for taking care of your baby or your kids. And while that is very important, this podcast is different. This is a resource just for moms, a resource that will help you take great care of yourself while taking great care of your kids. Okay, I am excited. In between like my guest podcast episodes, I'm just going to be doing these shorter quick thoughts that hopefully will be really easy for you to be able to listen to as you're doing some dishes, driving carpool, I don't know, something simple, but I wanted to mix it up. I love to do the guest ones a little bit longer, and then I also love having this option for you guys to have just a little thought or something hopefully that will be helpful for you in between those. So I have a couple guest speakers coming up in the next few weeks that I'm really excited about, so stay tuned for those. And then I think we'll just dive into today's topic, which is how to stay sane when you're up all night with a baby. And several months ago, I asked on Instagram, like, what topics would you want to hear about on the podcast? And this line was literally just word for word. The title of this episode was word for word what someone sent in. And I loved it because it's so relatable, right? Because all of us who have had a baby know that there are times where you're like, okay, I have been up for like the eighth time tonight and I'm, I'm losing my mind a little bit. Like, how do I handle this? Or how do I stay sane, essentially? And so I just wanted to talk through a few of the things that I found from my own personal experience with three babies and then also what I have found from my clients and coaching them through this stage, through this postpartum stage. And again, postpartum stage is definitely the first six to 12 weeks, but really it's more than that. It's the first, it's the first year for sure. And so a lot of these things will super apply in the first few weeks, but also really they'll just apply while you have a baby. And sometimes even when you have little kids, even like they can be sick and up throughout the night. And so I just wanted to talk through, I think I have four points that I wanted to share that I have seen really help me and really help my clients. And it's um, pieces of these are actually, well, all of them are to some extent are part of the postpartum plan. And then also part of, like I said, my own experience and then through coaching um, my clients. And so these are the main four things that I have found that help you stay through sane throughout the night and just help you through the night. And so the first thing that I wanted to talk about is to set things up ahead of time. So it's kind of the idea of like your past self or like your, I guess your current self doing something for your future self that in the future at night, you're, you're, you're going to think, okay, I'm so grateful for my past self for setting this up. And so what do I mean? Like, I just mean setting things up to make things easier on you throughout the night. So I remember every night before I would go to bed, um, after I had my most recent baby about a year ago, I would set out diapers and wet wipes. And actually my mom was there too, those first couple weeks. And so whoever was kind of taking the next shift, we would all kind of work together or my husband, whoever it was, we would set out everything that we might need throughout the whole night. So we made sure that we had 
a basket full of diapers, plenty of wet wipes. We pulled out multiple (laughs) extra outfits because you'll be surprised. There's some nights where they'll go through like three or four outfits. They'll have a blowout. Then they'll spit up all over their outfit or, you know, just a variety of things can happen. So we always would have extra outfits on hand and made sure that those were clean because we had enough nights with some of my other kids where we'd be up in the middle of the night and realize, my goodness, everything except for like a not very comfortable outfit is dirty. Like how did this happen? So anyway, that is the first. So having extra outfits, um, if you're formula feeding, then making sure that the formula is there and that bottles are cleaned so that that makes it really easy. Um, if you're breastfeeding, you could make sure that you have, I would, um, I had this little basket next to my bed that I just made sure was stocked with nursing pads and nipple cream and just anything at one point I was putting like had medication that I had to put on every time after I breastfed so just making sure all of those things were ready by my bed I also had snacks by my bed so those first few nights um, especially I could take my pain relieving pain reliever medication every like few hours so I had to take that with with a snack so I just made sure that was ready because otherwise those feedings throughout the night, getting up with them, changing their diaper, feeding them, they turn into this much longer event when you're like, oh man, where where's my nipple cream? Oh shoot, where's the bottle? Oh, I didn't wash any. Oh, I need more another outfit. I need to go find that through the in through the clean laundry. So anyway, setting things up ahead of time, having extra burp cloths, having extra bedding, having those things set up will make your night so much easier. And it will make those windows of time where you're up with your baby, they'll they'll be shortened because you'll be more prepared for them. So that's a big way because it also is just so funny how easy it is to get frustrated in the middle of the night too. You're like, man, I have to go find another thing. So I think that's just a big piece of staying sane you're like okay I'm making this as easy on myself as I possibly can so that's the first point set things up ahead of time do your future self that favor and make it as easy as possible Um, the next point is to get help so we talk a lot about I talk a lot about this in my podcast episodes but get help either during the night or during the day if you don't have help during the night but have help wherever you can to have someone else take a shift for you. Even if you're breastfeeding, have them be the one that is with the baby. Even if the baby's sleeping, like just having a few hours isolated away from the baby will actually allow you to have that deeper sleep. So for me personally, what that looked like last last time I had a baby was my husband or my mom, those first couple weeks, we would take shifts throughout the night. And so a lot of times my mom would take the first shift and I would go and sleep for a few hours. She would wake me up or I would set an alarm when it was time to feed him. And um, then I would get up, I would feed him. And then a lot of times either it was my turn to be kind of like sleeping on the couch in the living room um, or it was my husband's turn. So I'd go wake him up and then he would be with the baby and I would go back to bed. And then I would set another alarm and I would wake up and then feed the baby and then I would either if it was my turn again I would stay up or try to sleep on the couch next to the bassinet and 
or my it would be my husband's turn. Whichever one went last, we would swap. And so anyway, but having that, even though it was still hard, it was still disruptive and I was still, you know, you're healing. And so no matter what, it's challenging to have to wake up every few hours because when they're really little, they're worried about weight gain. The doctors are worried about weight gain. So you have to get up and make sure your baby is eating every few hours. Um, and the doctor will be more specific with you on that. But even though no matter what, it's still challenging. This was a huge way that I was able to stay sane because even when it was my shift and I maybe my little baby was up my whole time, I would be able to say, okay, I'm going to feed him in a few hours and then it's going to be somebody else's shift. That's going to be huge. I can do that. I can make it to that point. And so that would help me stay really sane throughout the night. Now, what if you are the one that has to be up with your baby the whole night? And I've had that too. That was... My whole experience with my first baby and most of my experience with my second baby. And that can be really challenging. But what you can do for that case is see what other kind of shift can your spouse take, can your partner take, can someone who knows you well or that you trust come visit you during the day to give you a few hours of that nap. But typically I've found, especially for my clients, that they can almost always with their spouse or partner find a time of day where either their partner gets up early and they're with the baby, you know, in the early hours before they leave for work, or maybe they come home in the late afternoon or early evening and then give you a few hours um, of designated sleep time. It typically, I, I have yet to see a case where they haven't been able to find a shift that would work to be like, okay, I need at least just a few hours of sleep where my baby is not right next to me. And so, I would really encourage you to just think through like how can I get help either during the night or during the day to help me feel more sane so that in the middle of the night when you're feeling really discouraged about sleep, you know that sleep is coming. You know that there will be a time in the next, you know, in the next day or the next or in the next few hours that you will be able to sleep and you will be able to rest. And that can be huge mentally as you're up and be feeling so tired, especially in those first few weeks. And you've probably heard me mention that a lot in other podcast episodes. And actually, if you go back about a year ago was when I was in the postpartum stage and my husband and I shared a lot of the podcast episodes or created podcast episodes about our own postpartum experience and what we were doing to make sure that it was a much better experience and how to how we were adjusting and pivoting and managing different roadblocks that came our way with um, breastfeeding, a whole variety of topics, but especially sleep. We talk a lot about that. So make sure to check those out if you... Um, haven't listened to them before. So the third thing is to give yourself things to look forward to. This is one of my favorite ones and this is huge. So the first thing I like to tell all my clients um, in regards to this is to choose like a treat or snack or something that you really love that you save just for breastfeeding. That you just pull a few out or I don't know, eat however many you want. But I think having something to look forward to where you're like, I only let myself have these when I'm breastfeeding or when I'm bottle feeding or when I'm up in the middle of the night. And I think it can be huge mentally to just have that little hit of dopamine of like, this is so fun. I'm eating that. I mean, and you can make it as unhealthy or healthy as you want, but just something that you really love that you save just for those feedings throughout the night or even throughout the day. But what I did this last time was I got those chocolate covered blueberries I, that you can, I mean, you can get them any grocery store, but I got like the big bag from Costco and I kept it in my little basket next to my bed that had like 
like I mentioned, my nursing pads and and oh nipple cream and a variety of things. But I kept it in there with all my nursing supplies because it was like a little treat every time I fed my baby, especially during well, I don't, I, sometimes at night, sometimes during the day. Just whenever I was feeling like okay, I just need a little pick me up, I would eat just a few of those chocolate covered blueberries. And it was, it honestly helped me. It was like a little thing I could look forward to. And I normally ate them right at the beginning, right when I was feeling just like a little, a little tired or a little like, man, I'm doing this again. I feel like I just did this. It just was an easy way to make it fun. And then the second thing is of giving yourself something to look forward to is I recommend having either a show or an audiobook or a podcast or something that you really love listening to or watching that you can limit yourself to, okay, I'm only going to watch this when I'm feeding my baby. Or you could even limit it to just feeding the, or feedings at night. But you just give yourself, I'm only going to watch this or I'm only going to listen to this audiobook when I'm feeding my baby and or feeding at night. Maybe you have your night show and your daytime show. But this last time, um, I watched Grillmore Girls for the first time. I'd never watched it, and I'd had so many friends tell me, that that's that that was a show I should watch but anyway that became my my nursing show and my nighttime show I was like okay I'm only gonna let myself watch this I got very you know into it and really wanted to you know finish watching it but I I made myself not watch it in between feedings and what I would watch it at night I'd watch it during the day whenever I was feeding and it gave me something to look forward to both day and night, these can apply to just feeding in general. And there are times where you're probably just going to want to sit and enjoy your baby as they're feeding. But if giving yourself something like that, something like a show or an audiobook that you can just listen to when you're doing when you're up at night doing those feedings will be huge. I promise. It will give you something to look forward to, which I promise will help. So, um the last piece is intentional thoughts for this nighttime stage of trying to be sane, trying to stay up. And so I've talked a lot about this. This is probably going to be a repeat um, if you've listened to other episodes. But basically, in a nutshell, intentional thoughts are things you decide ahead of time to think in a certain situation. And so you know like, okay, I'm going to be up, I'm going to be tired, and I know I'm going to feel overwhelmed and maybe start feeling a little anxious. I start to feel anxious when I feel like, man, I'm not getting any sleep. I'm going to be so dead tomorrow. So thinking ahead of time, okay, I know I will likely feel that way. What is something I can think or tell myself or say out loud even that will help me ground myself and find the peace that I need? And so here are some of my favorite ones for, you know, the middle of the night. Um, actually, this is my go-to. I literally used this with my one-year-old the other day when he was, or the other night when he was up sick throughout the night and up multiple times. And the thought is, I will find a way to get the sleep that I need. And I've shared that one before, but it's because it's helped me. It's helped my clients. It's amazing what that statement can do in the middle of the night when you're feeling exhausted, you're feeling stressed, maybe you're feeling anxious like me, and you can just tell yourself, I will find a way to get the sleep that I need. I will. I'll figure it out. Tomorrow I'll do this, or tomorrow night I'll do that, or my shift is coming to an end. Whatever it is, just remind yourself, I will find a way to get the sleep that I need. I will be okay, essentially, is what you're telling yourself. I will make sure I meet that need and get the sleep that I need. Um, another really great one that I love is this is just a phase. This will not last forever. 
I can't tell you how many times I've told myself that, especially the last two babies. I wish I'd had that with my first baby, but I didn't have that phrase. I didn't have these intentional go-to thoughts, and I did have them with my next two, and they were such a game changer. But this one was huge. It This is just a phase. This will not last forever. And an even shorter way to si- sum that up is this is just survival mode, which you've pro- probably heard me talk about as well. This is just survival mode, which means... Survival mode does not last forever. It will end. So those two kind of go really hand in hand. But reminding yourself, because in the middle of the night, it's going to feel like it's going to last forever. It really does. It feels like, okay, I remember with my first baby, I just literally thought like, okay, this is how the rest of my life will go, which I don't know how I thought that, but I did. I really remember thinking this is just how being a mom is. Like, I'm just always going to be this tired but you're not. It's just a phase. It will not last forever and you will get the sleep that you need. And so if you want to hear more about that, if you want to learn how you can get the sleep that you need, I do have a free download that you can go to on my website. This wasn't planned. I just remembered that I had that. So definitely go and check that out. Justformoms.com. I think it's just forward slash resources, but you can click on resources from the main page as well. So download that. And then also my postpartum plan, which is on my website, has um, a whole section that guides you through, okay, how am I going to make sure that I get the sleep that I need that actually works tailored to my specific situation, my schedule, my husband or partner's schedule, like how do I make this work for me? And that will guide you through that entirely. So I hope that you'll check that out too, because I promise you, I promise you it will help. And I know that it feels so daunting. I think sleep felt the most daunting for me before I had a baby and it feels the most daunting every time I have a baby. But these tools um, that will, the things that we talked about today, the free download, the postpartum plan, like there there are so many things you can do to help yourself in this stage and to help yourself stay sane throughout the night so that you don't feel like a complete zombie and you're able to actually enjoy your time with your sweet baby that much more. So I hope you'll check those all out. Again, justformoms.com. And I promise you it would it will help. And if you're still struggling in this area, um, I also do just half an hour consultations where we can kind of talk about where you're at right now, what the struggles you're facing, and kind of, again, tailor it specifically for you to help you get right on track and on a path to really enjoying your postpartum stage and therefore your baby so much more. So also on my website, or you can message me on Instagram if you want to schedule that and I'll send you that link. So anyway, I hope you have a wonderful week and stay tuned for the next guest episodes and we'll talk to you again soon. I'm so glad you joined me today. As a thank you, head over to jessformoms.com forward slash resources and download my guide of seven ways to get the sleep you need in the newborn stage. I'll make sure to include the link in the show notes as well. So check it out and let me know what you think.